Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers, and welcome to another After Show for the Celebrity Apprentice here on the AfterBuzz TV. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to us both on YouTube and iTunes. We're also on SoundCloud as well, so check us out there. And also tweet us using the hashtag ABTVApprentice. And if you're wondering why I have this big, bulky computer here, it's because I am going to be looking at the chat roll. So if you are watching us live, give us a thumbs up, check us out, send us some comments, and uh, we'll shout you out if um, it kind of works out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, right? We'll try really, really hard. (laughs) Well, let me introduce myself. I am Grant, your host, and with me tonight joining me... (laughs) The Dancing Fool. (laughs) Hi, everybody. I'm Christy Olsen. And let's get into some chatter about this show. So much to talk about. A straight massacre tonight on Celebrity Apprentice. Massacre. Like, the show that started is not the show that it ended as. Right. You know? It's like, okay, now we're, like, this is, we're at the end. Like, we do, we're episode, we're at episode six, and we're already at the end, so we I'm It came right. out of nowhere. We were kind of wondering what they were going to do. We knew they were adding episodes, and now there's going to be a live element that they weren't planning on doing before, right. and now we see the explanation. Yeah. Trump's going to fire everybody. No reason. No justification. Just fired everybody's butts. Yeah, I, I don't God. know how I felt about the the massacre. I really am still kind of thinking about it, you know? <laughs> no, right. um, we just finished but, watching okay. like two minutes ago, yeah. people. Yeah, so it's still fresh in, in our, our hearts and minds. Right. Um, let's talk about the first task, though, uh, where, where Kenya got the boot. <laughs> Kenya's big butt got the boot. <laughs> I just got to chat about the. I thought it was an interesting task. My mom actually called me and she was like, "Oh, it's a really cool task." I she liked the first one, so I was like, "Okay." I was interested. I actually kind of liked the idea. It was something different. It was basically like if you have Photoshop skills, anyone could do it. Oh yeah, and actually, yeah. my mom was texting me about it too. So apparently, the moms <laughs> out there really loved this one. Yeah, see, Celebrity Apprentice <laughs> maybe needs to come back again. I mean, I'm, I'd be all for it. Hell yeah! So uh, let's talk about this this photography within New York City. They had to integrate it with Kings Hawaii the buns or the bread or as they called it the rolls right. so of course Kenya's team had this whole idea of wanting to incorporate them as buns and have the double entendre but and when I kept looking at the packaging it said rolls it didn't they didn't classify themselves as buns so mm-hmm. they totally Clearly missed the mark Hawaiian rolls they totally missed the mark to mm-hmm. me in every single way and it was another even the la- even the second task in this episode was another one where I was like, okay, I know who the winner is. Like, I could predict. For sure. Did you feel the same? Did you feel like it's yes, been kind of this? Yes, most definitely. We were kind of screaming at the screen. We knew exactly what was going to happen in both of these boardrooms. Yeah. Well, except we didn't know that so many people were going to be let go. <laughs> Besides the massacre. Yeah. Um, yes, but the Hawaiian and the rolls thing, I don't know. Everybody, I mean, they, they like went whoosh. 
It was like as if they'd never heard of Hawaiian rolls before. They'd right. never eaten them. And people, if you have not tried these things, oh my gosh, get to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, Buy yourself some Hawaiian rolls. Get two because you're going to eat a whole package. They're cheap too. They're not very expensive. No, so not we're, we're advocating <laughs> for this. Um, but yes, yeah, so the whole idea of having this photo bomb and then hashtags seemed to go complete. It seemed lost to me, basically. It was like, okay, we see the presentation, the, the execution taking the photos, but the whole social media element was was lost. Again, it's just they're trying to cram way too much in too much little time. Yeah, and it was kind of a cool task and one that required a ton of creativity. Right. Creativity. <laughs> Make, just words, making up words. But the people who have been majorly creative on a lot of tasks, it seems like, I don't know if they're pooping out a little bit, if people are running out of ideas, but I just didn't see any creativity really flowing in that first task from anybody. There was right. nothing like genius, you know, no. and this whole photobombing thing is so current and kind of cool, and it is a little different than what they've done before, and no one seemed to really be able to come up with anything that was that fantastic. Oh my gosh, we're right, right. on your computer screen. Yeah. There we are. Yeah, so we're, uh, there's a little bit of a delay, but the Musk 92 says that four people fired in one episode rushed much, and I agree. Oh, I think yeah. the whole thing has been rushed. But yeah, I mean, too much. Just way too many people to have off the show. Where we, th- I thought we still had a few more weeks. I know they said three weeks last week, so I guess it makes sense. But do we need to have the special? You know, they're right. going to have the special of all the highlights of the Celebrity Apprentice, where I would much rather see another week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's kind of an afterthought because they wanted to add another episode but they've got to do this two-hour thing yeah. so they needed another hour. I'm wondering if we'll be able we'll be able to tell when we see this special if it's something that's very rushed, if it's all the crazy moments, the right. those same old ones we've seen or if they really took some time to sift back through the video and find moments that we don't necessarily remember. There's so many explosive moments from this show. Right, yeah. So many but, celebrities mm-hmm. have just gone wacky yeah. out of their minds. It's just <laughs> scheduling I think it's it's kind of messy in a way because it's like um, okay, they did it at very low expectations for mm-hmm. the performance of this show. That's why it was shelved so much and pushed around and they waited to put it on mid-season, what have you. So now all of a sudden the ratings are pretty good. You know? They're so, great. Yeah, so now they're like, okay, let's add an episode. So maybe it isn't completely like, you know, old hat and, and it needs more. I think they would, will, I think they are regretting the rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they must I, be happy you know. with these ratings. Last week got a 6.32 and actually only one week has the show fallen below a six. It's kind of in that mid six and a half range. Right. So that's a lot of people watching this show. Yeah. Well, coming up over here on this chat roll, they were saying that Donald got emotional in this episode, David Davila said, and there's a few comments back and forth. I don't really see him get too emotional. I saw him get kind of angry. Yeah. I was kind of waiting for Ian and Trump to bump heads because Ian argues with everyone all the time and thinks that he is so far above everybody that that's not going to work when you get in the boardroom with the boss. Yeah. And I cannot believe he had the goal to still go up against Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Like, boss Brandy around, you know, push Johnny (laughs) around, I guess, whatever, if you think you're that much better than them. But don't get in there and act that way to Donald Trump. That's not going to help you stay in this game and get money for your charity, which was supposed to be the main objective. I think Ian just wanted it to become the Ian show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they they claim that, you know, Donald really seemed to decimate the team that lost five times in a row. But he cuts Geraldo a lot of slack, too. A ton of slack. So it's like, come on, I know your buddies, but let's go. I mean... They, last season, they looked so heavily on the people's track record and who won and who lost and for what reasons and money and who raised the most. And the, we're not looking at those stats in mm-hmm. this season at all. It's just based on 
who said what when, really, and pointing fingers, which is not as fun. Well, and a lot of focus on this drama between the ladies. At first it was Kate was still in the mix, and it's always been about Brandy and Kenya, and now tonight Kenya and Vivica. It's like we can see women tear each other apart on any reality show, unfortunately. That's not what we tune into The Celebrity Apprentice for. Well, I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I kind of was kind of part of it. I, I think it comes with it, you know, it comes with the territory. Yeah, but, but they're pushing it so level. hard this yeah. season. It's definitely overproduced. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, uh, the positives and negatives will break down real quick. On Johnny's team, who did the photography, you know, obviously the photos were good because of Ian's idea to use this helicopter, which I'm always like, I love aerials and things like that. So I think that was yeah, smart. that was a cool little moment to see. And the negative was the hashtag, and you know, there's just like a lack of discussion. There's so it. much power in a hashtag, and yeah. these celebrities of anyone should know what kind of attention that can bring. And they were just—they seemed so half-assed. These yeah. hashtags, and they were so long, and they didn't. None of them would you have read and thought King's Hawaiian rolls. Right. Not a one. Do you think it's an age thing though? Because we don't have really anybody mm. on either of these teams at this point. That's like twenty thirty. That's true. That could be a big part of you know, it. The people who do have social media in their lives and probably do have several social apps in their phones aren't necessarily in this demo. Right. The people who are savvy with it are not going to be right. your Her- Geraldo as much as he loves a selfie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe not so much with the hashtag. Right. And then Kendra's team, I didn't find many positives. I thought that it was a really half-assed idea. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Because <laughs> it was a very, there was some full asses there. But I did love seeing uh, the Vivica was just so upset. She mentioned her movie that she, she was in. she had a good point. She did. Uh, basically, they said that it represented a viral, you know, mm-hmm. idea that was a positive, but it wasn't family friendly, and this, they hated the slogan, and it was not a, not a difficult decision to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it was like, baby wants buns. Yeah. Well, Kenya claims to be so creative. She will tell you every single day, creative, 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 and how smart she is. She should have, first of all, known that this wouldn't go over. And second of all, stop trying to push your butt on everybody. Like, I know that's what you're known for, and there's been a lot of conversation, but does every task have to be about showing off your fake booty? And Mm. I'm sorry, when they showed that up-close shot of it, it looked very... Um, it's bumpy, kind of sp- as if it's been filled with things. To me, I definitely it was saw what Vivica meant when she said, "Well, yeah." And Vivica said that it was it's uneven, terrible. and I could definitely see. And she also was rocking a serious panty line. Kenya right. was so, girl. If you're gonna be putting so many eyes there, get that panty line stuff yeah. figured out. Come mm-hmm. on, or just don't make everything about your butt, and then people will be focused on your brain. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, especially if this controversy, if it's real or fake, like stop putting it in people's face because you're going to get people talking about it, mm-hmm. and you're going to get people speculating. If you get offended and upset when someone says it's fake, then stop putting it in everyone's face. Unless if you want everyone to talk about it, which I assume there's a method to her madness. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do know that. Yeah. She is pretty good at garnering that media attention. Yeah. But Vivica has still looks so good. She does. Oh my gosh. She puts these other girls to shame, I think. And I loved her point about the movie Booty Call and yes. how her assets have made millions of dollars. She really she stuck it to Kenya. Vivica A. Fox is known for more than her booty even though she's got a great one. She's known for being a fantastic actress and that's something that Kenya Moore will never quite <laughs> have. Well, let's talk wow. about um, let's talk about Vivica's Twitter account. 
Wow. Um, it seems to be quite busy. And <laughs> I bet she's going to get a ton of followers from this. And it's like mm-hmm. not even something she even tweeted. The whole thing seemed very convoluted to me. It was like, okay, this didn't come up at all. And then all of a sudden it was brought up and it was like, oh, I didn't know about it. But I never tweeted it. But yeah, I know it's on my Twitter account. Like, how does she not know? It was just, it was the very look messy. look on her face. She wanted to laugh so bad. She was making herself look so guilty. Kenya? Yes. Yes. I mean, it was, you could just see by the look on her face. And also, I'm wondering if we will see the scene. I did read online, not certain how true this is, but that they got the moment on camera where Kenya either takes Vivica's phone or where she's actually physically tweeting that tweet. So I'm wondering if we'll maybe see that in the special next week. I hope so. I'd rather mm-hmm. see that than repeats. Right? <laughs> I mean, really. So right. th- I want to read the actual tweet because I think the tweet is really ridiculous and like no one would really tweet this about themselves. Right. But the tweet reads, this menopause id killing me. I can't think straight. I'm acting a damn fool half the time. <laughs> 50 just isn't sexy. Now, to me, that says Kenya <gasps> oh, all over it. For sure. I think of Kenya on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, the way she kind of reads and her cadence to her words and her, those like little bites. Like, she fit in three different bits of shade in mm-hmm. that tweet. And, and that, a typo. And a typo. I read it <laughs> word for word. Yep. So she must have been doing that real quick. And that was done on March 16th of 2014, just to give you a perspective. So long ago. So long ago. And, of course, Donald, uh, Don brought up that mainly her tweets are like, oh, God, have a blessed day, mm-hmm. you know, God bless, and then this. Right. So it just sticks out like a sore thumb. Like, this would <laughs> stick out on my, well, maybe not on my, because I've always goofed around with things. <laughs> but, I mean, but, you know, like, like someone like Lisa, like, she wouldn't tweet anything like this out. So it's like, you know, which kind of shows that even under the stress, like, you're not making these decisions to tweet crap. Yes, and I was also surprised that Vivica's first reaction, she was not concerned about getting that tweet deleted. Once she finally heard about it, she was not like, give me my phone, I need to delete that, you know? Yeah. They were just talking about it. I thought, don't you want to get that off the internet? Of course it doesn't matter because it's everywhere now and people have screenshots. But I yeah. just thought it was funny that maybe that lends to a little bit of the not tech savvy, you know, that it yeah. wasn't her first. That would be my first thought, like, get rid of that stuff. See, I think it was production that was like, no, you can't get rid of that. That happens during the show and this is gonna, we're gonna work this into the boardroom and they did, mm-hmm. but it was still messy and it was just because it's just way too much editing and cutting going on. It wasn't organic at all how they brought it up. Like, it was, like, out of the blue, and then all of a sudden everybody knew about it, mm-hmm. including Donald. And it was like, oh, well, you know, tell me about I don't understand. Tell me about this. And they, they all know. It was fake to me. But, I mean, I'm sure... Tanya really did tweet that, but okay. So <laughs> that is very, very brazen. Even I'm it surprised is. that she would do that, and she obviously did that. To go in anyone's phone or computer and kind of like, even if it's a joke, it is kind of an invasion, right? Like, even <laughs> if someone did that to you, and this has always happened to one, all of us at some point, like someone kind of like tweets something, or put, not tweets, but like puts something stupid up, and then mm-hmm. we take even even a stupid picture. People I mean, leave their Facebooks open on a computer, yeah, and, and it's put the funny thing dumb, they do yeah. that. Right. But I mean, even that, like, doesn't that kind of get you sometimes? Like, when the, if that should sure happened to you probably in the past, but mm-hmm. like, you know, like, it's not a good thing, not a good feeling. Right, it is an invasion of privacy. Mm-hmm. So, in response, Vivica called her what? Uh, 
I'm just quoting people. A dirty ass bitch. And a toxic she trick. Went, and a to- oh my goodness. A toxic trick. I'm gonna say, she went on the Meredith Vieira show and she was talking about this experience. And she that she's like trying to make this like a, a movement. Like she said toxic trick like about six times on Meredith Vieira's show. Hashtag toxic trick. Yep. And then, so, like, then, of course, Kenya came back and was like, these inflammatory statements are just not true. And, but she had a look on her face like the Cheshire cat. Yes. Ooh, that's a great way to describe it. Mm hmm. And, oh, ooh, a question here is, is what Kenya did illegal? Hmm. Joseph says, I don't think it is. I think Donald is desperate for ratings to get season 15. <laughs> well, that might be true, but has little to do with the legality of stealing someone's Twitter. I think if you're not breaking into it, which you obviously don't have to do, you just pick up somebody's phone and hit the icon. Right. I think that probably eliminates it from being illegal. I'm, I'm sure it was illegal. And, you know, a lot of things that wouldn't be covered, people lose their legal rights a lot when they sign um, to these contracts, onto these reality shows. So even if production went in and did that to her, which I don't think that they did, it would probably still be protectable under her contract. They right. would say, well, you know, ha- you signed up for this. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think whatever happens and the cameras are rolling and you're, you know, you're on set and the hours are being logged and you're in the mm-hmm. middle of the production – Whatever happens, happens in so many instances because you sign your life away with those things. Right. And, and that's a reminder yeah. of how much they manipulate every word that they say. Yeah. You know, in yeah. an, an interview, a sit-down interview, when we see everyone talking about each other by themselves, that can be completely manipulated with editing. Right. So really, sending out a tweet that you didn't say isn't a whole lot different well, from I wonder, subjecting yourself to this process. I wonder where social media even really falls mm-hmm. in this. Because in so many reality shows, you're not allowed to have any contact with the outside world that's you can't even have your own personal phone on set. I mean, it's like Survivor, Big Brother, you know, those type of shows. So I wonder where social media really falls in a case like this. Mm -hmm. But I don't know about illegal. I don't know. I'm thinking no. Uh, The jury says no. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? We couldn't tell you for sure. (laughs) So Joan Rivers came back uh, in the the next episode. And I just wish we could see a little bit more of her. Yes, another thing that felt rushed. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get we didn't get one Joan joke, but they gave a joke to Donald. He asked her if she drank beer. It's like, no, Donna, let the legend have an opportunity to make a joke or make fun of you right. or something like you know, make fun of Brandy's drunk ass with Lima Reed. You know what I mean? Like, give give her an opportunity, or at least the editors. Like, you know, I'm sure Joan was there. She's so quick. I'm sure she got a few win that we know she had the something cut. to say. Yeah. So it's just a shame. I mean, you know, in this episode, they made Joan look like the older, like, matriarch, like, kind lady. Mm-hmm. And not that she isn't, like, you know, in her own way, but it's like, we're That's not checking not her for that. That's not to see her. No. Yeah. And we all know that Joan drank cheap white wine when she did drink, which wasn't that often. Not beer. A classy, a classy New York lady like that does not drink no beer. She may have had a limerita. Everyone. Oh, in a while. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I I don't drink beer at all. No, uh, but I, 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 it's just not my thing. I'm I'm just more of a tequila guy. But hey. um, you know, I'm a cucaracha. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no. But I mean, basically, like I tried one of those limeries when at a party once, and I was like good. It was the last, the first and last. So I don't know if Joan Rivers had an opportunity to experience that. It's basically beer and fake lime juice and sugar and a tummy ache in a big can. It's a lot of sugar. (laughs) Those are are the four main ingredients of the Limerita. Tummy ache being number one. (laughs) $100,000 was going to the winner of this jingle, which was Uh, a lot. 
a lot of money. And of course, um, you know, Lisa made her move over to Vortex at this point, and she jumped the ship. She jumped the Titanic. Yes. Like we'll see. Obviously, we all know what happens, but she that was like the best move. She saved her skin by Our making girl, that move. Team Lisa. Yep. Representing. She was tweeting earlier this week, basically saying that it's coming down to the wire and. Damn, is it or what? I mean, or what? <laughs> mm-hmm, and it's happened quickly. And I think even we should go back and watch the first episode of this after show. I think we were feeling pretty strongly that it may come down to Lisa and Geraldo. So props to us for calling mm-hmm. it, which means a lot of you out there probably could see that coming as well. Right. And I consider a small victory for the TV host of the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I So Ian, he's full of ideas in this task. Oh, Ian's full of a lot of things. See, all right, I want to talk about Ian, and I want to know what you guys think in the comments about Ian specifically, because he was so polarizing this episode, and on the chat roll, so I'm checking. Get chatting. <laughs> but I want to know, because I'm going to defend him, and I feel like I think, and I mentioned this a few weeks ago, I feel like we think in, the sim- in a similar sense, and we I definitely kind of get on a track and I know what I think is the best, and I know what I think is right, and I usually fight for that. And if it's completely dismissed in a very rude way, I'm kind of checked out with things. It's one thing if it's like, you know, like Lisa did the right thing. She integrated one of Geraldo's crazy ideas, mm-hmm. nice on ice or whatever, something took, like that. Took the best yeah. from it. You know, yeah. I mean, just to give a voice, didn't shut someone down. You know, and I mm-hmm. feel like Brandy was like, no, no. Like, she didn't even look in his direction. This is a team of three people. I mean, you can kind of pull at this point. You need to kind of use your team. I think she wanted it to be bad, and then when it was, she was like, yes, okay. We don't have to listen to it. I don't have to argue <laughs> with him. I didn't want to have to use his idea, and now I genuinely feel like we shouldn't. And, you know, the difference between you and Ian, Grant, is that you would never be disrespectful in just plowing over other people's ideas. No, she, I, mean, I find the- a lot of times times that yeah. Ian just is is very disrespectful and just comes off, you know what, he just looks like a straight up jerk a lot of the times. He really yeah. does. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I want to defend Fantastic the guy. Fantastic sense of fashion that yeah. man. I loved what he was rocking tonight. See, I want to defend the guy. disrespectful. I feel like he's just super passionate and he's actually there to really play mm-hmm. and I feel like Brandy was looking for a way out at this point. I think she was just she wanted a nap and maybe a cocktail and, and, <laughs> and wanted to call it a trip you know? Like, <laughs> right. Um, but with Ian, I really felt like he wanted to be there and really wanted to win that money and he did win some but I really. I think he just wants to win win. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a competitive guy, but compared to him compared to the others, mm, I don't know if they have that, that same fervor that he had. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they have, like, they do in certain places and of course everyone's a little different. Like I'm sure Lisa really wants it too, but she's mm-hmm. not showing out. But yeah, I don't you, know. You can't I lo- accuse Ian of being impassionate. That's no, for that's sure. No, that's true. And I, I just like his creativity. Like He never sat around and waited for someone to come up with, an, with a plan. You know, mm-hmm. so I, that's why I enjoy him on the game. He's like, um, let's get on that helicopter, Johnny. So Brandy and I and had this moment where it was a little icy, and it was like, well, what have you contributed? Well, you've done absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that moment, of course, because I like, 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 like that stuff. But what did you think? Did you think it was kind of weak? Well, I very, very rarely agree with Brandy Glanville on anything ever. Really? <laughs> As an avid fan mm-hmm. of this show and Real Housewives and Vanderpump Rules, she has run her mouth about my girl Sheena. And I just have never quite mm-hmm. agreed with anything she said. Adult tonight, she was really telling Ian, hey, chill out. You're coming across as a little rude. It's my game today. I'm the project manager. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You go, girl. This is one time where it's okay for Brandy to speak out and get crazy. Yeah. 
I think uh, this chat role is uh, Ian mentioned. Excuse me, a commenter mentioned uh, it was Joseph that Ian has raised three hundred thousand dollars. So he's out, but he's still supposedly, you know, according to this this role has raised the most. So he he did okay for himself. Mm-hmm. Geraldo still has raised the most as of this time. So well over a quarter million dollars. That is a pretty good showing, right. and. Ian definitely did come up with a lot of ideas here, and he definitely was sort of the catalyst of winning on a few of the tasks. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be honest. You know who I'm not into is Johnny. I'm not into him, his um, like creativity kind of like it just i don't know it's very like blase he yes. doesn't have much of a presence he came up with this jingle that was not a jingle it was a song mm-hmm. and i could have told them that way before the judges saw the presentation and heard the jingles performance itself it just wasn't a jingle to me they totally missed the mark again right the fact that they couldn't remember it in the boardroom they seem to just sort of laugh off like that wasn't a big deal but that is major if you can't recall your own jingle right? the next day that's the point of a jingle is for it to stick in your head they should have realized that when they were singing it if they had to continue looking at their words the other mm-hmm. teams I think they said it maybe one time through and I was like I could have sang it back to them yeah. and that is I think the number one requirement of a jingle yeah I mean, their jingle needed to be pared down needed to lose about two verses mm-hmm. and just be simple Simplified. Now, the positives for John, for Brandy's team, which Johnny wrote the jingle for, was that the, they mentioned all the flavors. They mentioned how it's used in the hot summer seasons. Mm-hmm. But then there were a lot of negatives. I mean, they used the word senorita. Yeah, and I saw that one coming. When yeah. they first talked about the senorita and the buyerita, whatever it was, yeah. the limeritas are more geared towards women. And, of course, they want to appeal to everyone, both men and women. But limeritas are for the chicks. Come on. Guys are going to grab a beer out of the cooler and the ladies are going to go for these disgusting sweet and sweet things <laughs> yeah. you know that aren't they don't have a hugely high liquor content so I definitely saw that mistake that coming. Christy would you be interested if I know you're married but say we say you want would you be interested if a guy just bought you a lime Rita would that impress oh, you? No. Oh heck no honey you get me a shot <laughs> of top shelf tequila and then we'll talk. Oh now, now we are on the same page. <laughs> right? Patron and up. Yeah, yeah. I'm more of a Don Julio gal. Really? Okay, yeah. all right. Well, well at least I have unfortunately we, bartended at a few different tequila bars. Okay, well, um, you uh, speak to more experience than myself. <laughs> <laughs> they said that the negatives were beyond that and that it was just too wordy mm-hmm. and not a, a real... No phrase came out of it, which was all true. Brandy thought she could win it with the hair tossing and the you-know-what's-all out and her red dress. Mm-hmm. She thought she was just going to go out there and kill that presentation with some sex appeal, and they weren't even going to be listening. I mean, she looked she good. She maybe forgot there was a female exec. She looked good, though. She always does. Right. Steven in the comments says that Brandy should have been fired by herself just for, I guess, being the project manager. Um, so we'll get into the, the boardroom in a second. I want to go over Lisa's team. Um, we had to hear again, how Geraldo was a war correspondent. Um, okay, and then Geraldo was this lone wolf. I mean, look, on one side with we've got Ian and, and Donald said, you know, this, that, uh, the teamwork is a problem with you, pretty much. There, there wasn't much going on with you being involved. Then he praises Geraldo for being a lone wolf. Isn't that the same thing? So contradictory. I'm glad that you caught on to that. Well, yeah. We've seen Trump and Geraldo sort of 
smooch each other's behinds Too this much, whole please. season. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You're buddies. You go to the whatever billionaires club and have a glass of whiskey after every show. We get it. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're pulling for your boy. Right. Well, the positives were that it was it had a good it was catchy and mm-hmm. it was just they like the phrase for the thirst in your life because that provided you know kind of commentary for young folks and whatever and it's true it kind of fits the brand I mean it is a very young brand mm-hmm. you know young thing to be drinking I guess like it, to me it's kind of like the first thing you try out you know what I mean <laughs> yeah that, for sure like when I tried it and I, when I had it at that party I was like this is kind of I feel like I should be like can we say like, like, a, like a naughty high schooler yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. It's just the ages, but yeah, like, you know, the first time you drink. Yeah. Right. Yeah, whenever. And whenever that may be. Yeah, whenever. And um, there were no negative comments. None. Not I've a never one. seen this on The Celebrity Apprentice. Perhaps mm-hmm. on The Original Apprentice, you know, I can't quote all fire <laughs> 13 seasons. Give me a break. But as far as I know, Celebrity Apprentice season, I have not heard of like. No, nothing negative. Because you'd think that'd be something producers would push. Like, come mm-hmm. on, we need to have some content. Like, if you had to say you hated something, what would it be? What would what, did it fit the brand? What was off color? Mm-hmm. But make wow. something up. I mean, that is like major props to Lisa Gibbons, really. Mm-hmm. Again, not surprised. So she is taking home a hundred thousand dollars to Lisa's care connection. So another hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah, and she said with that now she can build her her senior care center. So mm-hmm. that is just you know a, a testament to the show and congratulations does do good to things. her. It yes. does do good things. He said send nasty tweets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I was reading a really interesting article online this week about Lisa's care connection and the company that she has where they send caregivers into the homes. And And these are people who, this was a story of an 89-year-old woman who just, of old age, she's just ailing. And this woman comes to her house every day and pays her bills and does light housework and does the hygiene stuff and sits in, she said, we do puzzles and we just talk. I mean, that's something, think how absolutely invaluable that is to someone who's, uh, whether they're sick or, or just older or whatever it may be. I mean, this is really a charity that anybody can get behind. And the fact that Lisa is so connected to it personally with the story of her mom and her grandma and just the way that she sat here and talked with us about how passionate she is about this charity. Anytime she wins, even a dollar, I get excited. But a hundred grand, you know that that's going to a really good place. Right. And to your point, if you haven't heard our interview with Lisa Gibbons, we had that last week. So you can find that over in iTunes and YouTube and that'll be in our our list. So definitely you're going to want to check that out if you've missed it because that was a really good interview. Yes, it Mm -hmm. was fantastic. And she just could not be any more wonderful. I right. mean, I think we've all met a fair number of celebrities and people really shock you sometimes. And she was one that you just knew she was going to be amazing. And she just really was. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we're still pulling for yeah. you, Lisa. So a team, <laughs> and I want to bring up this because this is a really good point. David Davila on this chat roll said that a team of with five wins is now decimated. I mean, it really yeah. is gone. So let's talk about who's left. We're down to these three, and I don't even think they realize they're in the top three. Oh yeah, we didn't, and we didn't get to sort of see that moment at all. Yeah, we no. were also wondering at what point they had to turn the TV off. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, because yeah. they can see it first when they leave, and usually they don't get to see the people being fired. And I, so, I want to know where Ion Zeering is, because mm-hmm. we saw him kind of move towards the elevator. I, I believe he got in, mm-hmm. but we never saw him in the car again, so is he, is he lost in Trump Tower? Like, where is he? he I want to see. somewhere yelling and screaming like a fool. Maybe. I hope, not. I, I hope not. I think he's more of a class act than that myself. I'll defend him, uh, because I like the guy a lot. But I don't, I just thought, like, okay, we're kind of, that's a, a loss, you know, to be able to not see his, like, two cents, mm-hmm. you know, because that, everybody else gets their moment to be able to be, like, reactionary to what just happened. And he did kind of storm out of there. Mm-hmm. But whenever he's, Donald said he was going to fire somebody else, and then he threw them both, that was the biggest shock for me all season. After trying to force them to say bad things about each other, and they both just so disgustingly, like, right. oh, no, I like you. Well, you should go. No, you should go. And then he finally got it out of Johnny saying, okay, the project manager, which you know must have ticked Brandy off. And I don't know what's going on between those two. I know that Johnny had his wife on on a previous episode, but they seemed a little extra chummy for my taste. And I really kind of left me wondering, and I'm wondering if it left the other Mm -hmm. viewers wondering what sort of was going on between Brandy and Johnny when they got so close. It's so interesting. I believe it was Sheena123 who mentioned on uh, the chat roll that she pointed that out. She's like, do you know if there's anything going on with them? And you see, you were all over that. Mm-hmm. You pointed that out while they were sitting next to each other in that car. You, you really think so? I think that she, I think there's something going on. I, I wouldn't be surprised with these men and these chicks, but I didn't, I never would have pegged those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should not speculate. Though. I know. Maybe we should not speculate. He's so happily married. I really don't think I really don't think so. Now, like TO, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, if he's a single guy, it doesn't really or, you know, whatever. Brandy says he's he not hit married. On her and we believe that for yeah, sure. So, I believe that, but I don't know, especially after seeing Johnny interact with his wife and bring her into the task. And she's hot too. Yeah, I I don't know if they have anything going no, on. No, well, but. I think that maybe after seeing this, maybe she asked him. Really? Maybe, maybe it prompted her to be like, "Uh, what the heck was going on over there? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I hope somebody would ask them in person, like, on the spot, like Wendy Williams, she has on the guests the next day. Mm -hmm. And so uh, she's someone who would do it. Mm -hmm. You know, she's someone who would ask them straight out, so... Well, yeah, and they never covered. So is Ian going to be on the Today Show tomorrow as well? We're going to have to watch to find out. I would assume so, but you never know. I assume as well. Well, let's move on to some news and gossip. Let's do it. After Buzz TV News. Well, Donald Trump said at the TCAs that The Celebrity Apprentice is the number one show on television. In 2003. <laughs> but, um, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean... Why does he keep doing yeah. that? He got caught a couple weeks ago. People argued with him and pointed it out, exactly. and he still continues yeah. to do it. They were like, no, actually, like, well, we're winning the night. We're, we are winning the night. Like, actually, no, it's Mike and Molly on CBS. They're besting you in that, too. And he's like, well, this is just what I'm told. Um, Donald, look, you know that numbers do not lie. If you're not winning the night, you're not the number one show on television. Sorry about it. I mean, you might be doing well for NBC, and I'm glad about that. But yeah. come on. I mean, the ego. But are we surprised? No. But P- And people just believe it. 
They think if they heard it on TV, if he said it, then it must be true. And it's not true. Right. Yeah. He's <laughs> I heard wild. Dr. Phil do this recently, too. And I don't know. Maybe Dr. Phil is the number. He said the number one show on TV also. Maybe it is during daytime. But I thought, have those two been hanging out? Uh, well, right? See, Did they the thing seem about like they him, could be pretty big celeb BFFs? Yeah. And I was like, wow, Dr. Phil taking lessons from Donald Trump. Yeah. I mean, I always thought Judge Judy was the number number one show on daytime TV she and syndicated. Been, she must be. So, I mean, I'm sure those two are pretty close. But whatever. Um, who knows? The fight is such a ridiculous fight. <laughs> well, and there are a lot of different demographics that people look at, and you can really skew it in a way that looks good for you if you really want to. But just uh, like chill out on it a little bit, Donald. Right. We've all heard that, and now we've heard it's not true, so stop saying it. Yeah, I know. Any other news and gossip that you might have for us? Well, I know we saw Kate go last week, but here's a little news on maybe what she is doing with her time since leaving. I mentioned a couple episodes ago that she has this new millionaire boyfriend, right? right. We now know that he is 51-year-old Jeff Prescott. He's made his money from creating a stock photo agency. So he gives sells pictures to people. Yeah, there's a lot of money in that. Right, for sure. He has been married himself. He split from his wife of 19 years in 2006, around the same time that Kate and John went down. He has three older kids, and maybe a little bit of controversy here. He was actually evicted from a home for bouncing checks not that long ago, but he does own homes in three other states and is helping Kate apparently with a venture that is supposed to help single moms. So might be more to learn about Jeff Prescott. He sounds good for reality TV if he has a few foreclosures under his belt. (laughs) (laughs) And actually Kate and Kate plus eight or whatever the heck her show is called now is actually doing quite well in the ratings also. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, love or hate her. I mean, she openly admits that reality TV is the only way she can really provide for those eight kids. Mm -hmm. The best way she knows how so you know there are eight kids involved that have to be taken care of so at least someone's watching good for her <laughs> right <You know? laughs> let's move on to some predictions and now you're after buzz tv well, this has got to come down to Geraldo and Lisa, right? I think so. Vivica has made a fantastic showing, and I never, ever, ever would have pegged her as being part of the final three. No. I would never have thought that. And she has represented herself so well. She's shown so many different facets, I think, that we didn't know that there were to Vivica yeah. A. Fox. You right, know, at first right. we kind of just saw the actress crying all the time, and she really, really has kind of made a fan out of me through this. Yeah. And it didn't it didn't hurt her case that she finally, someone finally took Kenya Moore to task. And it was her and she did it well. Because yeah. she could get down to Kenya's level. Well, here's you the know? thing. So I'm, I'm surprised, but I think that maybe she'll be the next one to go. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, Donald mentioned in this episode that she kind of has a bad track record. And he's like, well, should you be fired if this team loses? I believe that was how he came after her. Mm-hmm. So mm, it'd be very easy for him to say, you know what? These two, they've won a lot of money for their charity, and it's time to go. You don't have to go home, but you have to get the hell up out of here. <laughs> right. You know? So, I mean, like, okay, she's, I don't know. I would like to be surprised, but I've said from the beginning that Geraldo's going to make it to the end. Mm-hmm. Lisa ac- absolutely has the wherewithal to be there as well, as equally deserving, mm-hmm. if not more. So, it'll be interesting to see. I think we're both Team Lisa at this point. For sure. Mm-hmm. But, see, now, with that said... We have to remember that Donald does love his favorites. And that is certainly Geraldo. Yeah. For sure. 
Yeah, so how does it look? Does it look like they're going to have the special and then the final three... And then, so we get down to the final two, and then the following week right. is the live. Then they'll do the live show. Okay, so we've got next week, and then the following week with the top two. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a big live spectacular, no Can't doubt, number one show on television <laughs> moment. That might actually get to be the number one show on TV that oh, night, Lord. if they do the live extravaganza. Are you trying to work for Trump? <laughs> Good for you. I'll take it anywhere. Oh, Lord. Um, season, season, whatever, 15, Celebrity Apprentice. Well, everyone seems not, not everyone, but a few people seem to be pretty happy <clears throat> that uh, Vivica has made it this far, and then David predicts that Lisa is a guaranteed win. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I think overall it's a really good uh, trifecta there, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. Where can we find you in the world of social media, uh, Christine? Well, I'm sure I've said something that you disagree with tonight, <laughs> and I get a lot of tweets, and I love it. So hit me up at Christy Reports and let me know what you think. And you can find me over on Twitter at Grants underscore underscore Rants. Thank you for all of those who participated in the chat roll tonight. Yeah, and so much fun. Yeah, it was a nice element, especially with, you know, added like another voice. Yeah. You know? So uh, pre- continue to check us out on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. And rate and comment. Five stars, two thumbs up. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.